Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the FBL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FBL related and this week boy have we got a show in store for you. I've never felt so much bitterness in one room in probably since my parents broke up. That's <laughs> I was going to say, you know, in my life, and I was like, oh, I've probably been there. I've been there. That uh, those muffled uh, laughter, that muffled laughter you hear is uh, my, you know, podcaster in crime, Seamus. Introduce yourself, please. Well, I just, you know. Okay. Compose you, <laughs> I just revealed something really deep, yeah. and I'm shocked to my core I right now. Well, I hope your sister isn't listening to this now. Oh, I doubt it. In tears. I doubt it. I doubt uh, it. Well, she yeah, did. yeah. I'll just introduce myself. My name is Seamus. Both my parents are still happily married. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but my relationship with some of my FPL players is on the slide. Oh yes. Say that. Yeah. Good save. A nice segue back out of horrible reality. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, horrible uh, FPL is what we're we're yeah. in at the moment. Just me and you, and I, I I came over here actually not wanting to podcast at all, knowing that I have a social responsibility here to our listeners to get yep. this out there. Um, and I feel a bit better because we social responsibility. Yeah, well, you know, but we um, I feel a bit better now that we had a bit of a bitch and a moan about it. Yeah, before I think we started f- this, I'm in a much better place now, and it it helps. That you had a very similar game week to me. Yeah. Well, one point in the fucking difference. Uh, no, I do. I think... I mean, I was very much looking forward to podcasting tonight because you know me. I love uh, wallowing in uh, pity and, uh, you know, all-around general disappointment. But, like... <laughs> That's this after podcast. I, this podcast was designed for that. It was exactly. the FPL hangover. So we, 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 we damn straight have a hangover right now from FPL. Yeah, and uh, I'd say you're one of many... But you did beat me this week, um, and it was by a massive margin of a single point. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, sir, congratulations. Does that mean I get to discuss my team first? That does. You win the honor. No, I'll be. I'll be. Uh, I'll let you discuss your team first. It's better. Uh, be gracious. I would probably put up a bit of a fight right now, except a we're recording, and b we have essentially the same fucking team right yeah now. we do yeah so it's like it's annoying I've I've spoken about this to the missus and I've said I'd like to pretend it's the podcast fault that we have a very similar team but yeah. we've had this issue long before the podcast yeah this is we've started bad. seasons where we wouldn't discuss our teams and you and me would start the season with essentially the same fucking team yeah that, that was this season as well even before like we we're starting up the podcast, but we were doing our own independent research. It's not like we had weeks and weeks discussing this. And when we came over to record the first podcast, our teams are basically the same. Now they changed a couple of bits here and there yeah. before they started the, the I made game week. some changes on the Friday night after a few yeah. soppy subs. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we both started off really well. But uh, this is, yeah, this is going back previous years. We both are kind of similar managers, similar styles. We both see the same logical decisions. And yeah, there's usually very little between us. Some seasons, some transfers are time better than others. You have a slightly better record than me. I do, I do. Uh, and finished, that's all that matters. You finished ahead of me more than I ahead of you. But Multiple times and consecutively. So. But I ask you, is it better to, fi- to finish consistently 30K or have those couple of seasons where you finish in the top? 500 I wouldn't know I've never been there I've never been there I wouldn't know Seamus I can't talk about something I've never experienced but I do know that having my name on the trophy uh, inscribed more than yours makes me sleep easier at night yeah that's true yeah let's get on (laughs) but look tell me tell me your points I will I will tell you your points and afterwards you can just basically say the couple of differentials that you had on me yeah Uh, yeah no I had not like Front, I'll tell you this I'll start off with this your front seven is the exact same as mine yeah so my front seven Rashford Jimenez and Barnes who is on the bench that's someone you don't have yeah who I played this week but you're yeah. starting seven this yeah. week sorry Rashford Jimenez alright so pretty happy with both those returns seven points nine points I'd imagine you're the same yeah yeah I think a lot of managers out there would have those players and yeah I think we're all very happy with those yep Pogba popping up with another fucking uh, goal this week assist assist was it either way He's just like a gift that keeps giving right now. Excellent. And even Hazard, who we both decided we'll hold on to. He's got a game against the bottom team in the fucking Premier League. Why wouldn't I hold on to him? Delivers two goals, 15 points, sickens 
thousands of fans or you know FPL fans <laughs> yeah definitely um, you could almost hear the cries that he night he had a ton of transfers out this week yeah. and a lot of people got him out to get in Sané or Sterling or a double game week player some I was people, tempted some people got in Son um, and like Son returned got like what 11 points um, two double digits in yeah, two weeks Sterling he got some points but he got like 11 points I think as well the other name I mentioned there Sané not so much not so but much. we'll get to that um, yeah and I had those exact same players as I said made the same decision yourself this was going to be my last week for Hazard he's out of here very soon but wasn't getting rid of him for the Huddersfield game and thank god I did because he was my high scoring player this week yeah and uh, the same with myself uh, I will just shout out my defence uh, before we focus on the negative aspects that both our teams shared because boy howdy do we want to talk about them <laughs> but uh, one Masaka five points pretty happy with uh, that Duffy nice little clean sheet for me this guy is I love him like in terms of uh, having uh, just pretty much delivered more often than not delivered for me when yeah. I played him a lot of times I didn't play him he was sure. on your bench where he's delivering as well he's just yeah, he's well not too much that's the thing is like if he's been benched he was fucking suspended for ages so like, yeah. that was like three games but you know if he was on my bench usually because he, I didn't think they were going to keep a clean sheet and when I played him even if he lost a clean sheet he picked up an, uh, an attack return six points this week I'm not a fucking too you know disappointed with that uh, I am disappointed with Van Dyke. no clean sheet for Liverpool um, but McCarthy, he was probably my most tragic tale of the week outside of my captain. And you, was, did he get you a bonus point? Yeah, he got four points, the motherfucker, uh, which I'm very happy with. But he was on for a clean sheet until Ashley Barnes, sitting on my bench, just staring at me as he kicks home a 90-minute penalty. And, uh, yeah, that kind of twisted the knife a tiny bit. It's very hard thing. to score from your bench. It is very yeah. hard to score from the bench. Uh, but he managed bench. it and broke my damn heart. Uh, now, what differences in your team, Seamus? Do we yeah, mine were, mine were slightly Not different. Share. As I said, now the first, the front seven were the same. So, Jimmy Nez doing Jimenez. the business he's been doing like all season. I've I've had him in there earlier in the season, got rid of him, got him back for the last, what, three or four game weeks, and he's just been killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashford and Pogba, self explanatory. Everyone has them at the moment, I think. If you don't and you're looking for transfers, those are guys you should be strongly considering. Um, and my differences were in the bench or sorry in defence excuse me uh, I didn't have McCarthy I had uh, Edridge who got me a clean sheet six points he's doing well for Cardiff and they have a nice run of games coming up here now as well where they have three of their next five at home and their away games are against Southampton and Wolves so I'm hoping for clean sheets there I had Doherty I didn't have Duffy uh, I had Doherty who got the assist um and who, by the way, scored two goals and got an assist in the cup last night? Did you see that? I did not see that. Actually. Yeah, That's they they, they beat Shrewsbury three two. Two goals. And he, an he, assist. he scored both the first two goals, strong level, and then set up the the winner. Sorted. So yeah. two goals and assist. He scored in the god the wrong goddamn competition, and he scored in the first leg against Shrewsbury as well. Do you remember the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago with with Doherty, where we got a little bit tested with one each other? You know, with one another. This is when you were calling him Doherty. I've never called him Doherty I don't know why anyone would call him that but uh, no where you were saying he's a problem and I said no he's not a problem and you said no he's definitely a problem uh, well he's a he's a problem in my team he wasn't scoring at that time well, but it wasn't he wasn't a, it wasn't something I was concerned with like I had other problems and other fires I had to put out but uh, he was an area like I was look saying was like there is a there is a circle around you I'm watching you if you continue the to blank, have Seamus yeah, if you continue to blank, uh, Matty, you're you could be out of there. There's other, uh, you know, uh, defenders in your price bracket that I can easily switch to. Yeah, Trent. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, I have him already. But I'll be talking more like the likes of Pereira, Laporte, <laughs> as it turned out. Yeah. Yeah. So this this game week is fresh off that Man City game. Yeah. Which neither of us watched. I watched a bit of it, but I had to turn it off when Sandy came off on the 59th minute. I didn't even bother watching it. I was in the pub having a pint or two, and I looked at the team lineup. I said, oh, cool, Sandy started. And then I went, oh, fuck you, Aguero. You're playing too. I thought maybe he might be arrested for Jesus tonight. I uh, didn't ex- you know, fully expect it, but there was that little bit of hope still left, you know, clinging on inside. Yeah. And, you know, they say, Seamus... It's the hope that kills you. The hope kills. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so seeing him, I just went, fuck this. Uh, point to Beamish, please. 
Yeah. Um, you you didn't watch it, so uh, I watched a bit of it. I can tell you my reaction as well. first of all, I saw the announcements for the team, and I saw Senna was starting delighted because I actually had a real fear that he wouldn't play at all. Because it, it seems like their loss to Newcastle, uh, Pep was blaming, seemed to be kind of indicating that he was blaming Sané. Okay. Sané was in these bad books, and we know he was in these bad books at the very, very start of the season as well, the first few weeks, because of his attitude. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, he's not out with him again, is he? Because Sané's been one of their best players, like, from maybe October, November to... In, in the, recently. To January. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, one bad game isn't going to bomb out of team. Maybe. Bombed out a team for the Arsenal. Now, did you see that Arsenal benching coming? I don't think uh, you did, or else you wouldn't have captained like me. Well, I didn't see the benching coming, no, but I didn't expect heavy returns. So I wasn't devastated when he didn't start, because I thought, okay, he's guaranteed to start. I wasn't worried that he wouldn't play against Everton. Once, I didn't know any of this, uh, you know, Pepe and pissed off with him thing. Do you think Do you think maybe he saw his back tattoo? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but what I would say is, which if you haven't seen his back tattoo, it's him celebrating a goal. Um, Google it yeah and yeah. it's awful isn't it oh fuck me it's one of the and worst it, tattoos I've ever seen and it's actually him celebrating a goal and from a game that they actually lost is it from a yeah, game they lost it's a game they lost that he scored in but he liked the picture of himself so he went there we go is yeah. it his first goal uh, I don't know that actually yeah. well if it is then I don't blame him but either way I blame him for not maybe splashing a little extra cash and getting an actual tattoo. yeah maybe artist. look up an, an artist someone that can do that shit you fucking numpty anyway he yeah he was um, he was you know he I thought he was the safest option I thought him and Sterling would probably both start both of these games Aguero might be rested for one how wrong I was and when he didn't play a single minute didn't come off the bench against Arsenal that's when I thought oh hang on here there's a problem because he usually will come on even if he starts on the bench whereas Sterling quite often will just remain on the bench if they're winning yeah uh they had it fairly handy against Arsenal uh, once they were 3-1 up and I thought he would come on. He did not. Delighted seemed starts, but then Didn't you watch I saw Sterling. <laughs> the commentators were saying after about 53-54 minutes that Sterling is uh, taking his top off and he's getting ready to come on. I was like, better not be taking off Sané here. Um, so I just think if you look at Sané's minutes against some of the teams he's played and the games he's been rested for and played against this season it's against all the top teams he seems to be rested for so okay. I mean didn't play a minute against Arsenal this game week um, the last game he didn't start before that was uh, Southampton in game week 20 I think that's explainable uh, he played against Liverpool that's the last big team they played and he played 90 minutes and scored the winner that was start of January I think so you were actually disproving yourself no no uh, <laughs> he played 52 <laughs> minutes against Chelsea uh, where he was taken off after 52 minutes early before that he was benched against Man United at home okay, this is he was benched against me... Spurs he was benched against Liverpool yeah. and he was benched against Arsenal in game week one so first four uh, games against the big six this season he was benched so it shouldn't have fucking shocked you then that he was benched against Arsenal well he started as I said he started that Chelsea game um, in game week 16 came off early fair enough he started and played the full 90 in game week 21 against Liverpool so I thought this had been I didn't think this was an issue he thought it was ironed out but uh, yeah I thought he was kind of back in the team I thought fair enough look some of those games are back when Mendy was still playing so maybe he didn't want him in there but uh, I don't think he trusts him in the big games I think he's a flat track being used as a flat track bully against the smaller team so that's why I was thinking everything but look who look at their next games their next games against Chelsea there's another top six contender so does that mean he's going to be benched this week possibly I can't trust him in this <laughs> he did play against Chelsea the last time 52 minutes yeah that's one point yeah no I'm not saying you should you know be, I mean I'm not worried they were was, losing that game they lost that game 2-0 you got him in a week ago uh, I got him in this week hmm. um, neither of us took hits for him uh, I did. Did you? But you had issues. Well, I mean, yeah, I took uh, I took a hit because I wanted to get him in. So I either was going to, I could have got him in this week for what for no hit. Yeah. Uh, and made that move over two weeks. But I said, look, it's better to get uh, him in again for the Newcastle game and spread that minus four over three games yeah. over which are 
I think before I can come down on it too harsh, I have to see how your transfers this week go because you do have two free league transfers this week. Yeah. So it's like, realistically, you took the hit a week ago, but now I have two free transfers. Yeah. Maybe. And you've talked about, you know, possibly taking a hit, uh, you know, in this week anyway, and we'll get Mm. to that. But uh, I did the same, well, as you essentially, I got in Santa this week. I thought he was the safest bet. Um, I toyed with the idea of Captain and Salah just because, you know, um, yeah, you said on this pod last yeah. week, you it's a good chance you do it. What you did mention, if you got Sana in, that was the thing, and I hadn't had him at the time. So, so what was your move? My moves last week, I got Alonso out, who got a clean sheet. I got Alonso out for Kalasnich, who now I'm worried isn't even going to fucking uh, have the minutes I thought he did because Monreal's back, and I was going, what? This yeah, but Monreal complained of centre-back as well. Yeah, true. And uh, they're riddled with defences. Either way, I got Kalasinic in just because I was looking for a 5 mil defender at 5.2 uh, once I upgraded Snodgrass to Sané. Mm. So Snodgrass didn't do jack shit this week anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like I lost a lot. I probably did come out worse based on Alonso's clean sheet. But uh, I didn't fucking expect Sané. It just to, wasn't expected that Sané would do... Double one. That that's yeah. a, that's has to be one triple one for some people. Oh yeah. Can no. you imagine if you uh, if you're if you're out there and you've used your triple captaincy our condolences. Our condolences. We can relate to it. We've used our normal captaincy, we still have that chip, thank God, in the mm. back pocket. But on the flip side, some people play their triple ca- uh, captain chip excellently this week. Who would that have been on Seamus? I wonder. That would have been on Sergio Aguero. Mr. Uh yeah, the Argentinian with an umlaut in his name. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I like it. But yeah, what did he get? He's on nineteen points, tripled. Tripled. Oof. Yeah, and it all, all, all on the basis of that hat trick in Sarsen. Now, I did, I didn't consider him. Did, did we discuss him much last week? We didn't discuss him enough in terms of like we've talked about Aguero a lot. Like we had a discussion two weeks ago where I basically talked about how I made a small promise to myself about once Kane, you know, uh, basically once Aguero was back, I was going to get rid of Kane. You for did Aguero. say that. Yeah. I did say that. Uh, um, but to be you know, completely honest, last week. I did not uh, even think about getting Aguero in. Mm. And that was mainly because I wanted Sané. I thought he was the better option. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't... I didn't know who I wanted to get rid of in my strikers. Whereas, mm. like, it's kind of the midfield area that I'm having the most fun with right now in the game in terms of there's a lot of options and we're going to get to those fucking options. And I don't know when and where and how I'm going to get them all in. But there's shit tons of options. Not so much in striker in the striking positions right now, but... This is all my top process before Aguero banged in the hat trick. Yeah, well, are you thinking of getting Aguero in no. now that he's got the hat trick? I know he's got that blank coming up in game week twenty seven. He does, and if I was going to invest eleven million in a strike right now, the only striker I'd be investing in is Aubameyang. Yeah. Uh, fixtures against Huddersfield, Southampton, and Bournemouth in the next three. No blank. Um, no, that's the striker I'd be going in, and that's someone who I'm considering going mines for for this week. With yeah. uh, oh, you've only one move. I've only one. Yeah. yeah. So if I do go minus four, it will most likely be Hazard out, down to Westwood and Barnes upgraded to uh, Abame. <coughs> I'm thinking of a very similar move this week myself. I had this lined up last week. I actually had it lined up two weeks ago because uh, there isn't a great game week captain option for game week 27. No. Um, Man United are playing Liverpool, so I'm going to have. What I'm gonna have five players involved in that game. Now Trent may still be injured, so he may not be involved at all. But Are I you have, don't even have him in your team by then. Yeah, no, I'm keeping Trent. I'll stick on him until he comes back. Okay. Um, Liverpool defensively have been a worry, but I think a lot has got to do with just the amount of injuries they have. And I think once he comes back, he'll help improve them again. I think Liverpool in general have been a worry over the last couple of games. Yeah, yeah, They've they, been they have. Pretty, they have pretty poor. But no, I have a lot of faith in um, Robertson. Uh, he's been just oh, so good all season. He was so fucking... Even, he was excellent in the West Ham game. Like, I was watching it, and again, I just turned over to the missus at one stage, and I said, oh, for fuck's sake, he might as well be a midfielder. The cunt is running down the left wing, bombing into the box, squaring the ball constantly. There was one stage, I think, like, they ended up getting a goal kick when they should have got a corner or something, but Robertson broke down the wing, like he's done so many times, played it across, and I was like, I'm just... Blessed, that's not uh, he puts the ball into that, so ch- that channel so many times that and he's got lots of assists this week this season and um, if they keep a clean sheet he's always a good option you know, if it's a one nil win there's always a good chance he may get bonus Robertson is, I've no no doubts about Robertson and I think if they get their defence back on track like I think it's three weeks in a row they've conceded now which has has been a bit unlike them mm. um, 
I think you know this week is a really good fixture. They're really good at home, and three of their next five are at home against Bournemouth, Watford, and Burnley. Those are decent fixtures. I know Bournemouth are, you know, normally scoring a lot of goals, but they are Bournemouth. Are Not this fucking week, they didn't. Yeah, Cardiff get a clean sheet out of it. But Bournemouth just, if they're not on it, they're terrible. So they lost two 0 yeah. to Cardiff, and this is the week after losing or beating Chelsea four 0 They're a counter-attacking side, and they've got injuries. So with that in mind, uh, they're not going to have Brooks, or and they're not going to have Wilson for this game. They're both suspend, are both injured. Um, so Liverpool, Bournemouth, you've that pencil in as a, a must. Well, if you recall, Mo Salah scored a hat trick against them. I do very so much. Recall. My captaincy, probably my most likely captain option this week. Although, if I do get and move for Aubameyang, mm. away to Huddersfield is a pretty good game. It's probably as good a game as you're going to get. The only better game is probably at home to Huddersfield. Yeah, true. Uh, I totally agree. It's going to be a tough decision. Uh, if you know if either of us get Aubameyang if you didn't want to go for Aubameyang this week yourself sure I mean the home games against Southampton in game week 27 you could just you could go for it that week exactly and um, that's the thing I'll have to sit down and have an old you know and I'll look and I'll digest the week because this Mm. is fresh off of the back of one of the harshest double game weeks I've played and it wasn't even a double game week necessarily do you know what I mean it was just this went Arseways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's roll it back a sec here because we touched on a few points here, but I, I want to ask you, how do you feel about Aguero and his hat trick? Like when those goals went in, how did you react? Um, I just was like, oh, typical. You know, of course he does because that's why he's a golden god in terms of fucking FPL. Took he, a better night. Is oh no, I was like not too. I again, I like the idea of a twist in the story. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you see a lot of people out there getting upset about things and getting really frustrated. Like, I just kind of enjoy it for what it is in terms of that's just... A, like, you can't write this shit. Do you know what I mean? At times, you see, like, that Dina, um, or, like, uh, sending off there two weeks ago. You couldn't... If you paid someone to sit down and write a script and, and had twists and turns in a football match, you probably wouldn't come up with something as good as that because it's just too... It's too perfect. You know, and Aguero's hat trick this week—that kind of reminded me of it. I was like, "Oh, fucking, of course, he comes up." Like I've talked about him more so than yourself, but yeah. he has got such a pedigree in the in the FPL kind of history. You look at players like Ronaldo, Lampard, fucking Gerrard. You know that kind of holy trinity. Uh, you've got kind of people like. Fabregas for a time he was a big name and then you've got kind of more contemporary versions like Harry Kane and stuff and Aguero is smack bang in the middle of all those yeah he's like, he is that FPL royalty royalty like, previous and seasons he was doing this he was he was Harry Kane before Harry Kane was on the scene exactly and uh, he was you know I've just that's why I, I can't get too upset with him you know even if yeah. I do I think his hair looks retarded you know silly <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, I'll put it this way I I said at the start I hadn't considered him that's a lie obviously I had considered him yeah, but I course. thought no I want Aubameyang uh, for it because you know I, that, I didn't really fancy the, the game against Chelsea uh, they had the blank in 27 I was like you know what maybe after that I could look at someone like him and I wasn't really sure I think I bought into that Jesus was a, a threat for his position and all season I've been saying if any, to anyone who's asked you know, what about Jesus coming in? I was like, Jesus is not in there. Jesus is only going to start when Aguero is injured. I think I listened to people talking about how Jesus is going to definitely eat into his minutes. So I was like, yeah. I definitely it, thought so. Yeah. Like, um, he, Jesus has been, you know, on a you know, nice little run of form for the last three or four kind of game weeks. Yeah. I know it's not I don't major, buy into that form, if I'm honest, because a lot of those are in, like, the League Cup. Or yeah, but if Carabao you're a Pep, Cup. don't you want an option? Because Aguero's not yeah. exactly, like, he, can, he may be FBL royalty, but he's not exactly fucking prone to staying completely yeah. fucking uninjured all season. But go, scoring, what is it, a, you know, a hat-trick against, who was it that they beat? Again, I, I don't think... I can't remember who that was. Who was it that? was Burton, yeah. 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 But uh, I think it was more than that. Like, he had scored a week before that, he followed up in the game week after that with he a goal. scored the Champions League. I mean? yeah. So it was like, there was more to it than that. And I think, I, in my own opinion, I think Pep probably would have fancied Jesus and the, since he took over at City I think he probably fancied Jesus more than Aguero but just Aguero Aguero's sheer. worked his way exactly. into it like he's totally improved yeah. his game his all around game is much much better I think his hat trick this week against Arsenal came from a combined 
yardage of like nine oh, yards. Oh, it was crazy. I didn't nine even look yards. up. They're the all tappings. Oh, yeah. I didn't look up, like, see the actual fucking score or meter of it. But, yeah, they talked about it during the match. And I was just like, they're all from the line. He's never going to score not one easy goal. Or easier goal. He's going to score, of, like, three in one fucking match. It's it perfect. Rem- it reminded me of Dirk Kuyt's um, hat-trick against United a few well, oh yeah, many years back, where he scored like uh, a hat trick from a combined yard, like six yards or something like that. That's it was one of those kind of ones. Now there was logic as to we uh, why we didn't consider Aguero much uh, more. Well, at least why I didn't. Uh, we mentioned Jesus being a factor, but one thing was with me that he wasn't explosive enough. Now he's been pretty consistent in you know in the weeks building up to this double game week. Um, he scored nine points against Newcastle, goal and three bonus. And before that, he got an assist. You know, he got a, a goal in against Liverpool in game week twenty one, a goal in game week twenty. So he's tipping away here with four, five, six, one, five, nine. Yeah, but this was all off the back of an injury. Yeah, that saw him out for ages. Not explosive enough. I don't buy that because, as we just said, he's FPL royalty. You just know that he is capable of that. That's the thing. You know he can do it at any moment. But he only two double game, uh, two double. Sc- Scores digits, double digit scores this season. Well, one in game week two against Huddersfield. I think everyone's got a double digit score against Huddersfield, and the other one was in against Southampton in game week eleven. We got a goal and two assists. Yeah, so those are the only two. I was not expecting that against. I know, not against Arsenal. I know Arsenal's defense was poor, but I. One of the things we discussed is those points. They're going to be spread around. Mm. It wasn't the case. No. Sterling got some. He got two assists, so he got ten points. Yeah, that night was a good night for Sterling and Aguero owners. Yeah. Not a good night for Sané owners. But there is another kind of like hidden gem this week that we're not really discussing here in relation to City, and that's uh, Mr. Laporte, who I believe has the highest uh, score this week. Yeah, with the with the three bonus points that are he's getting for this. Uh, clean sheet and, and the goal he scored today yeah. he's getting uh, 18 points uh, no sorry excuse me 15 points which added to his 5 from the first game because he got the assist uh, brings him points. to 20 points that's a nice haul because I mean he's the kind of player that it's very easily to have just had in your team especially with yeah. the likes of Trent now I I've heard a few, a few people I got him in this week um, I wouldn't have done that but like basically you know what I mean he it wasn't that bit of, big of a shock that if you had him in team, it was like, okay, I can do it. He was one of those players I thought, if I had him, keep him. Yeah. But I wasn't going out of my way to get him in. Some people did, and they've been rewarded handsomely. Big time. Yeah. Uh, I, that, that game today was like, when he scored, I was like, of course Laporte is the one who scored. Yeah. You know? Um, I didn't even know to like him in the door. And yeah. I think, uh, whatever, I don't even know if you said it to me. I was just like, oh, are you kidding me? I think I saw it in a WhatsApp ch- a group yeah. message. I was like, for fuck sake I'd rather have 20 points and then have to deal with that quote headache of getting rid of Laporte yeah um, if I'd probably just bench him because their games are nice after game week 27 so um, so yeah. how actually now that we get to it how are how is your team looking for game week 27 in terms of benching wise like what is it what are you planning your bench to be uh, so I have a few problems here okay I have Dinia Richarlison Hazard and Sané who are all missing a fixture in that one uh, I also have Kamara who's like Gone. is he in prison? no I think he's on loan <laughs> somewhere <laughs> yeah he went off on loan somewhere uh, but it won't be long before he's in prison again because he's a nutter uh, Alexander-Arnold who's injured but he's meant to be back training this week um, so hopefully he's going to be available for their next game and if even if he doesn't make that I'd have high hopes he's back for 27 but that's a game against Man United yeah. so what's that? that's Five, one, two, three. Um, oh, I can't add. Regardless, you've got. A That's four players who are blanking and two players that are injured. So I got to move some of these guys out. And what are you looking at doing <clears throat> this week, man? So the move I'm looking at this week is get solving my Kamara problem, and also bye bye Hazard, uh, because Hazard is playing Man City this week, which he could do well in. I think he got two assists the last time they played them. They beat them two nil. Then he's got a blank, and then after that game they have. Uh, Spurs is it yeah, I think they're playing Spurs yeah they're playing Spurs at home albeit but yeah those aren't games that I like Hazard has been underperforming he got the 15 points this week and uh, I'm going to shake his hand and send him out of my team I think that is the plan with a lot of people I have yeah. this week it's like look no matter what he does because I'm the same it's that's like, why I rolled you're gone it. now yeah exactly it's like I can make money off you or I can use your funds to 
you know drastically changed my team yeah. over. Um, I mentioned uh, something to you, uh, a stat I saw, um, because I haven't seen many, if any, teams with Hazard and Aubameyang in their team, and yeah, that's that's somebody I wanted to get in. So no, no one really has both, and in the top 10k, only 4.3% of teams have both of those players combined. So that kind of tells you people are just going for one or the other. And last week, Aubameyang's owners were laughing because he got two goals. Yeah. Uh, and this week, it was Hazard's owners. So, yeah, that's him out. Down to somebody under 5.1, which will allow me to go from Kamara up to Aubameyang. Yeah, that's not a million miles away Like from, I'd say, a lot of people looking at something similar to that. And there, those are two players that would be blanking in 27 anyway, so... No, that's not, that's not too bad. So what are you? What would your bench be then on the in the game of twenty seven? Alexander Arnold? Are you probably gonna play him if he's actually. Uh fit? no, I'll pull up my team. Can I pull up my team here? Yeah. This is the one I have saved. My team now here. I haven't made those transfers yet because I'm just gonna wait as long as possible. Uh, so that's my team here at the moment. I'm actually, as it stands, I have Hazard on the bench, so he's going to be a, a four point. Uh, and I have Kamara on the bench, so if you can imagine, Kamara there is Abamyang. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to be on the bench. He's going to be. He's going to be playing. So my bench at the moment is going to be Alexander-Arnold, uh, whoever I get in for Hazard, whoever that bench fodder is going to be. And probably I have to decide between Dinya and Sané. Yeah, Dinya, <laughs> Sané. Uh, Sané, of course, is playing Chelsea. I'm also considering going, taking a hit and getting Son in for Sané. Well, that's the big question that we actually haven't touched on yet tonight. And that is, you know, Mr. Sunshine himself. Uh yeah I could just go for Sun this week and then go for and do the other move um, in game week 27 I've ah, decided I'm like well that's the so that's the kind of beauty of it right now in terms of there is a lot of it's what I mentioned with the midfield there's a lot of options out there Sun I don't know like he's got like two lovely fixtures right Leicester Burnley but I have the hazard issue that I'm thinking of dealing with and basically by the time I could get Son in casually, yeah. already he's come into Chelsea. Come into hard ones. That's the problem. Yeah. So I'm like, do I just wait till next week and just get in fucking like Richardson out for Son? Do you know kind of way? Uh, which is what I'm thinking of doing. What What's making me think of uh, Son for this Leicester game is yeah. He, we've mentioned that you know he's been flogged by Pep. He's going to be tired, fatigued. Potch. Uh, Potch. What did I say? Pep. <laughs> Potch. I meant. Uh, He's, he's got no energy he's fatigued he's got a whole week off now that game that they played was on uh, Saturday morning and I think their game is on Sunday uh, this week so he's got like 8 days rest I don't think he's ever going to rest a man regardless I think he could be playing fucking 10 games in the next 3 weeks and he'd play him in every single they've, one of them but they've got the Champions League coming up Borussia Dortmund game is coming up um but they have plenty of rest between these games, uh, so no. Son is an think, option. Like I don't think we yeah. need to worry. I mean, I think there was definite valid concern when he came back from the Asian Cup. Uh, you know, basically, mm. would he be rested? He did talk about being tired. That didn't fucking come happen. He's got two double digit hauls in two weeks, and uh, yeah, he's a total option right now. So if he is rested in the next couple of weeks, that's fine. Like any player in the top teams that are you know involved in the likes of the Champions League. They're at risk in the next couple of weeks when yeah. that comes back in. That's just the joys of it. Yeah. Do you yeah. know? But I was sickened to see him score this week because yeah. I spent a lot of time saying that, uh, you know, Son, I wouldn't get, a, get in on him straight away, even though he's been playing unbelievable this season. He just he looks tired. I don't think he's going to do well. Scored, of course, in his first game back. Okay, what of it? He scored this week. Didn't look like Spurs were going to get the breakthrough at all until he just fired in a speculative shot in the 80 something minute and Dubravka in the Newcastle goal decided to let it just go straight through him yeah, did you see a, the goal I did I see the goal yeah, oh my god that should not be a goal but yeah. look that got, that was enough to swing him from 2 points to 11 points he got the 3 bonus as a result and uh, yeah now we're all kind of left scrambling to we, do we get him in so what's I, your plans with him like are you I might actually just leave him because I want to make the other move what? I think it's more important to have Aubameyang against Huddersfield and I'm thinking I might just make those moves. I don't need him. Like, as I said, I could just bench Sané. As I said, he hasn't been starting against the bigger teams. He could start against Chelsea, but I think he's out of favour with, yeah. with Pep at the moment. He's got all his players back. De Bruyne is back. He said he, he's come out and he said again Silva that Bernardo Silva can't be benched and stuff like that. So that leads me to believe 
I might just bench Sane this week and then sell him in gimmick 27. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty valid, you know, kind of argument. I think regardless of all the Pep uh, kind of speculation and all the stuff, it you when you have a player for, I don't know about you, but in general, when there's kind of two teams coming up against one another who, where you could envision the likes of Chelsea maybe getting something against City, I don't expect it, but it can happen. Do you know, you see it in the top six matches kind of mm-hmm. all the time. You never, I never get my hopes up too high for any of my players. No, you know, like it's that's, a bonus. That's why Man United versus uh, Liverpool in game week twenty seven. I'm yeah. like, that's five players there that could all be potentially getting two points. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, okay, this week fucking Lallana banged in a bunch of goals and Liverpool won, you know, two one or something like that. Yeah, I, I think even in a hypothetical universe, that's not happening with Lallana. But I was trying to pull the most thought <laughs> I could. Yeah. What I would say is this though. Um, I would normally not be benching someone like Sane or any of these players, big players and Man City players or Chelsea players against another top six teams. I play him. Like this week, yeah. um, Arsenal played Man City. If I had Aubameyang, I'm playing him. Um, because you never know. And Yeah, because the likes of Aubameyang. You know, I totally but agree. But this week, Sane just seems like a big risk. You know, it seems that the information is the data is out there that Pep doesn't really play him in the big games as much. At least, like he's, That's not... Oh, that data. Yeah, that's, 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 that data is out there. So it's just kind of a case of he's a risk. And uh, yeah, why is, he, why is he brought out in the 59th minute? He's not even getting 70 minutes. Yeah. They were they were 1 0 up at that stage. Yeah, that was a big concern. And again, I before we started, before you even brought up tonight, like I hadn't heard any of this pep rumors. I've kind of been a little shut off uh, no, over but the there's last not, couple of there's, days. There's but. not so much pep rumours but it was when he came out and he said that about Bernardo Silva yeah, saying how... Bernardo Silva is the first name name of the, t- name of the team sheet and everyone else is competing but with him but he said that before and then started dropping him <clears throat> do you know like I remember quoting that saying and he was he played for the first played for a week three, or two yeah, yeah. well three or four I think but he got shifted back to right wing back at one stage yeah and, uh, and this could change in another two or three weeks exactly well. I think just Bernardo Silva is basically so versatile that you know he can play him anywhere like he played him on the left against Arsenal didn't see the match tonight but uh, played him on the left against Arsenal or what was that in the wing wasn't it and Raheem or maybe he played, starting uh, with he played um, yeah. Bernardo kind of more on the right this game anyway against Everton I think he might have actually done the same against Arsenal sorry yeah, and it was Sterling on the left Sterling was on the yeah, left yeah, yeah. but uh, regardless it's like you can you know that was the most annoying thing about that Arsenal game both of their first two goals came from the left hand side where Sané would have been so Sterling got Sané's assists fair enough that's enough. so annoying I feel like we're dwelling a little bit on the negative aspect yeah. right now. We're getting sucked into this could black have been worse. hole. We could have been triple captain, Sane. We, we could, we could. But instead of, you know, schadenfreude, let's look at some of the positives. And we mentioned him already tonight. But it is worth noting that Mr. Doherty, after his two goals and an assist in the Cup this week, has fixtures, you know, obviously, Matt Doherty, because for Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify. Fixtures against Newcastle, Bournemouth, Huddersfield and Cardiff in the next four you have to be happy with that oh yeah absolutely he's uh, like I actually have high hopes for him now in the next few weeks I know they haven't been keeping a lot of clean sheets mm. um, and even against Shrewsbury they're conceding goals but I have him from his attack and output and you can see it's there it's always just underlying bubbling there that he could get a goal out of nowhere yeah. like he could get two goals out of nowhere which he did only last night uh, you know Tuesday night in the in the cup and I think he's somebody that if he didn't return more than I'd expect more than 20 points over his next four games no fair enough, fair enough I'm expecting like a high average out of him in the next four I think there's I think he's got a goal or two in him he's definitely one to watch what I would also say and it's kind of a controversial topic this season because you never know what you're going to get with a box of West Ham and uh, they have a lovely fucking string of fixtures and they've just had a, a nice result uh, against you know against Liverpool draw they'll take that mm. Crystal Palace Fulham in the next two not too bad Har- Harbour won against City but then Newcastle Cardiff are is there anyone with City that you're looking at or not City but West Ham you know it's like are, <sighs> Kinda. that's a nice run like, who would I you was, Anderson had a great game yeah um, I have here on my my list of uh, players I'm interested mm. list uh, I've Anderson and Arnie listed now I just got rid of Anderson maybe three game weeks ago yeah. and I'm not looking to go back in you know my transfers for this weekend and maybe even next week but like West Ham have a lovely home game against Fulham in game week 27 so 
that could be a really good move if you wanted to come off uh, one of your Man City players like Sané. But that's why I asked. Or Hazard. You're going to have people shifting their teams around a bit now with the, with the blank coming up, just like they did you know, with the double game week coming up. Home game to Fulham is as good as it gets. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Arnie is a wise option. No, the reason I'm looking at it, Arnie's kind of carrying a knock at the moment, so I don't know when, when he's back. But if he's, he's a gal. Yeah, I'm looking at from game week 29 onwards. He's, he's staying there till the end of the season. The transfer window's closed now. So for game week 29 onward is where I think his fixtures look really good. Uh, from game week 29, their next three are Newcastle at home, Cardiff away, Huddersfield at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think those are some good options. You could go in on them early this week or next week, but they're not what I'd be looking for. They're too inconsistent. In actual fact, you could make an argument that they actually perform better against you yeah. know, bigger teams like Man United or Arsenal and play- teams like that. Liverpool. They tend to just like completely capitulate against some other teams you know yeah no I totally agree and I wouldn't be look you know looking at them too hard but there are people out there who as you said are going to look to change up the teams they're going to have a little bit of blood brushing to their head after this double game week and I want to encourage them to do you know maybe impulsive things Anderson is definitely from what I can see like I think their best player Uh, look Arnie's very good I mean you can make a case that like no, Rice has been brilliant yeah. as well, but not from an FPL perspective. I love Anderson, but I just think he's that bit overpriced. He's seven point one, is he? He is bit overpriced. And but if you had the money, you might be worth considering. Yeah, there's just it. It is. It's more of a puckfather, as we say. And I don't know. It's like uh, I'm with you. He's definitely the the best option in that team. Had a great game against Liverpool again, but what are you gonna get with West Ham? You know. But there's a few teams out there, um, and a team who's you know up into quite recently have been turning a few heads they do have a tough fixture this week against Tottenham but Leicester they are also coming into a nice little blue patch at the moment they are yeah. they are a team that I have long 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 ago been eyeing up for the game week 20, 27 onwards I was thinking Dinia out um, Pereira in that mm. was a move I was eyeing up a long time ago I know other people were looking up Madison but Madison isn't starting every game um yeah, I, I I can't go for Madison, I think. But if I want to get in on Leicester, I think Pereira is a really good shout. Uh, or maybe even something like Maguire. I don't know. I think if you're going to invest money in Leicester's defence, go Pereira. He's yeah. been popping away with attacking returns all season. Yeah, it's it's there from game week 27, like obviously not not Spurs. Can't go in them now. No. But after that, three of the next four are at home. Crystal Palace, Brighton and Fulham are the three home games. And those are teams that do not score a lot of goals, especially away from home. No. So you're thinking, really good chance of clean sheets there. Pereira's classified as a defender, gets forward, could be an excellent option. I think I have too much money in defence, so I probably won't do it. I'm probably thinking of coming off uh, Dinya down to Bednarak or something. Yeah, something really cheap, throwing up one point. Yeah, free up that extra million. money in, into midfield so I can do something better with Richarlison. Well, there's another team out there if you are looking to free up some money, and they're coming into a nice little uh, run of fixtures, and their form hasn't been too bad as, as of late as well. Newcastle, uh, Wolves, Huddersfield, Burnley, West Ham, Everton, on yeah. the next five. That's not a fucking bad run. Yeah, that's uh, the other option. Instead of going the whole way down to Bednarak, I have been looking at Newcastle's assets and Brighton's assets. The only thing that's putting me off Brighton is you have Duffy. But mm. I would be really, really interested in Duffy um, over their next run of games because Brighton have a fantastic yeah. run of games. Now, a lot of this has got, got to take into account that there's FA Cup games to be rearranged. There's going to be blanks um, coming up. There's going to be game. I think game week 32 and game week 35 are going to be double game weeks, but we yeah. don't know what these are going to be until they're announced. And we're going to do we're going to speak about those more and maybe game week tw- uh, maybe not next week's pod. I think the FA Cup draw will be all more clear by the time game week twenty seven starts. Yeah, I'll cross all. So that. we'll 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 do it all then. Mm-hmm. So ignoring all that for the moment, I mentioned Brighton, but you you were talking about Newcastle. They are a team that really interested me, especially someone in defence. Yeah, because we know how tight they Rafa keeps these teams nice and tight. And Yedlin is the is the player that I'm kind of looking at there. Uh, Wolves, Huddersfield at home, Burnley at home, away to West Ham, at home to Everton. Everton. Those are the next five. Those are some really lovely fixtures. To be honest with you, if the striking positions in terms of the price bracket that I'm talking about weren't so hot right now, I would be tempted to go around on. You know? So would I. Uh, he's, uh, he's just doing some fucking, like exactly what you want from that kind of price bracket player, just tipping away. 
you yeah. know, constantly goal, assist, couple of bonus points. If something is coming, like if Newcastle are going to get something out of a game attacking wise, it tends to be kind of true him, you know, yeah. as one way or another. But there is, you know, him or Richie. I think Richie's uh, another good Richie seems to be on penalties as well but Richie's a midfielder and I'm he sorry is. there's no room in any FPL squad for a Newcastle midfielder fair enough I mean I thought earlier in the season Kennedy could emerge as a good option but he totally has not um, oh Jesus no. but no I think uh, Rondon would be a really good shout if there wasn't my team wasn't already locked if up there with Jimenez yeah. and Rashford and now I'm talking and about getting Burns. Ob- and, and now I'm talking <laughs> about getting Aubameyang look there's Burns Rondon Ings these are all really good players except Ings is injury prone fuck Ings so I can't get in I was I was seriously looking at him uh, considering him a couple of weeks ago as a, a third striker yeah. but Lovely. he's too injury prone I'm glad I didn't do it now because I know there's people out there that have him uh, Burns has been tipping away Maybe not in your team because he's been on your bench a lot. But he's tipping away. He, I don't mind if he tips away, away on my bench. Yeah, and uh, you know they've got some good games there, but you just can't rely on them to be. To I mean, I'd maybe consider Rondon if, uh, if that's what you wanted to go. If you want to do something different. Yeah. But uh, I'm not taking out Rashford. Um, or I'm Jimenez. not taking out Jimenez, and I want Aubameyang. So unfortunately, that leaves me only looking at uh, Newcastle defence. And the last time this season, I was thinking about going for Newcastle defence, and I didn't do it. Did. They got like two or three clean sheets yeah. in, like, uh, in a few game weeks. So I might do it this time, possibly. I might go from um, Dinia down to down to Yedlin. There's options there for you. What price is Yedlin coming in at, roughly? Uh, he's either 4.4 or 4.5. So he's back to 4.5 now, but he could be a 4.4. You're still saving the guts of half a mil. So. I, I think I get 5.2 for Dinya now. Yeah. Uh, so I think... Or I might even get 5 points. I'm getting a 0.6 uh, million or something like that. Not bad, not bad. Um, th- we've looked at a load of teams, so And we've looked at a load of players, and they're all grand. And we've basically... I feel we've kind of been a bit negative tonight. Uh, but there is something that we haven't touched on yet. And the this is basically from our mini-league, where obviously the two of us are kicking ass and sitting relatively comfortably at the top until this fucking game week where all the boys brought their milkshake to the yard and uh, yeah there's there was been some, some success stories there's been some success stories a couple a lot of triple digit hauls in there and uh, yeah we just wanted to kind of throw a shout out to a couple of the lads uh, in the mini league because we know they definitely 100% listen to this all the time and uh, yeah, and we did say that we we'll throw shout outs when people get big scores, triple digits, man. Triple digits. I'm always impressed with triple that's digits. A, that's the reason to celebrate. We're we're moaning about our yeah. our losses, but these guys are dancing a jig right now. They're reveling in it. So remember that every time you're trying to collect your tears in a little vial, someone would like that glass, and they would like to put it over their stick. Yeah, and eat those tears. And I've uh, I just checked out their team here on uh, LiveFPL.net before we came on just to see what they did and mm. how they did for week. And both the Scully brothers, Glenn and Steve, breaking the hundred point barrier this week. Steve with one hundred and thirteen points, and Glenn with one hundred and nine. Uh, Glenn whipping out the old triple captainship. Yeah. On Sterling, would you be happy with triple captain Sterling this week? Yeah, I think I would. I, would. I think I would. If I, as long as I got more than ten points on a triple, I wouldn't captain, be disappointed. I wouldn't be happy. I would be going fuck could a triple captain I would be <laughs> satisfied well yeah Glenn, I'm saying yeah. I would have been fine I wouldn't have been upset this is know? where this is where Glenn's points were obviously he got uh, what would have been 11 points tripled for Sterling so there's 33 points already which is half of my score um, he also brought he also had Son double digits Louise double digits 13 points there Jimenez and Rashford Lloris and Laporte really got him over the mark there today with yeah. his uh, 15 points um, Steve went for just normal captain not triple captain but he went with Aguero so that's 19 points doubled he had Sterling he had Hazard as well really impressed looking at his team double digits everywhere uh, Pogba Rashford Louise Juan Basaka he had Alderweireld and Etheridge he even had Doherty on the bench yeah. so he had a savage week um, and there was a few others there Ian Ian was uh, really unlucky and watched to miss out on the 100 points by a single mark yeah 99 crazy. points from 10 players he didn't actually have a playing keeper this week um, I think he had Hart in goals and I think he sub as a non-playing keeper so he had Captain Hazard which is a ballsy thing to do but ballsy in the sense that I think he forgot to do his team and it looks like the exact same team from last week yeah exactly which is why I would have ignored that motherfucker but uh, either way 
there is positives to be had from this last game week. And, you know, unfortunately, ne- you know, none of them existed around us. Yeah. But if we've learned anything from this little segment, it's these lads' personal information. So feel free to look them up online <laughs> and do anything, you know, that basically you can't be, you know, found. That's just that. in, this This is just in, I looked at a few mini leagues where, like, this is the one that I take most seriously, this mini league. Uh, in a few of the other mini leagues, there yeah. has been some good scores, but... This in is my life, this whole like mini league thing. Oh yeah. In terms of FPL, like nothing. This I couldn't give a fuck. A I only started giving a shit about the overall rank until uh, this like this season. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. So you cut me real deep. Yeah. Nice when you brought that up. The yeah. uh, <laughs> the cash leagues I'm in, I look at those, but no one there got like hundred plus points in the ones I'm in. Although some of the other ones I'm in, some of the, the Twitter leagues that I'm in, I'm seeing people shooting past me with scores of 110, 110. 20 points yeah. I'm going to throw uh, it out even there even the high 90s I'm going to throw it out there and just say that the reason like you know you're almost condemned to that little bit of freedom in this scenario where if you're not like seriously look like kind of up in the ranks where you're almost a little bit protective of where you are mm. then you're looking at the little things like the Agueros and, and you know who can I captain it slightly against the fucking grain just slightly do you know and I mean Aguero wasn't by no fucking means a off the fucking cough pick that just got yeah. lucky that was a you know something that probably should have been seen a bit more and it is worth noting that the top 10k did make kind of a substantial move towards yeah. Aguero uh, yeah they did I mean but it's not only the Aguero where people got points I mean there's so many points this week there's people who captained Hazard as far as I'm concerned it's just Aguero yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one one person in our mini league will remain nameless alright made this Maverick move. Oh yeah. Dinya out to Schlup, who got fourteen points. Well, that's that punk Carmody. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he didn't even he didn't have a Guerrero at all, and he captained Alonso. Yeah. He got uh, eighty eight points. He's a little punk. Yeah. So I mean, mm. like, th- there's ways to get these points. We just we didn't have it. Now my and team we don't is, advise them. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. Uh, you mentioned about uh, Aguero and his uh, his ownership. Well. Aguero has like got 31% ownership of the game I was surprised it was so high but I'm there's a lot of teams that had him from the very start who are no longer playing say dead teams 31% yeah. owned but his effective ownership this week was 49.5% um, too, man. so I, I when I watched on Sunday actually okay so Sunday my rank would have been my starting game rank was 24k hmm. And by Sunday, by the time the United game had finished, I was up to about 16k. I was like, okay, this is my live rank. I'm doing well this week. And I was like, quick, great. Two Liverpool players to play in Robertson and Salah. And I also have Richarlison to play. And uh, I have Sané as my captain. So I was like, that's like five players. Of course, Sané didn't start. So it all went tits up. But every goal that's that... you started drinking. <laughs> every goal that Aguero scored... Uh, saw my rank drop by about 4k so I was like okay I'm at 20 I'm at 16k then all of a sudden I was at 20k then I was back to about 20 uh, 4k I, where I started the worst thing is I know you were probably legitimately checking that no it was, I was what are you doing I was refreshed that yourself for you fucking Egypt I know yeah it's uh, self-flagellation but Fuck someone has say, to flagellate have me have a wank <laughs> do you know this is, this is how I wank this is how yeah, I self-flagellate I know that's why I'm giving out about it so <laughs> yeah by the end of that then I was like okay down about to about 28k or yeah. 27k and then as a grand I've got Robertson i got Salah to come I know a lot everyone has them but they'll do something that pull me up no they both got twos nothing happened when i think i went down to 29k and then today's game just pushed me down even more down to 34k oh you're definitely not gonna be able to get it up tonight oh man man i barely got up off the couch to come out and do this podcast i was so down but look those are the weeks people are you feeling better now feeling better now because i got to get this off my chest me too i feel pretty uh excuse moi but uh i feel pretty uh yeah and I'm, i'm feeling pretty confident about my team Oh, that's, you mentioned Doherty, but I mean, I've got Jimenez for those fixtures for Wolves. As yeah, well. no, 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 that's the thing. Like, I'm actually like, it's making it tough because not only do I want to get rid of players, but I also don't want to get rid of players. Do you yeah. know, like this week, for example, I would gladly ship Richardson on my team, but he's away to Watford. So and there's other fires. Yeah, and I'm like like Hazard. I'm yeah. Well, and Hazard's not even that much of a fire. It's like if I didn't do it, it wouldn't be the worst case scenario. I have someone who arguably is on the cusp of FPL royalty I could definitely have someone tell me that he is it you know Hazard know. yeah oh he's he's FPL he's, royalty as well. yeah but he's, I don't he's, know he's got I'm a lot sold. of bad he does a lot of he does like he's him. had those dodgy seasons 
you know um, but he's on the cusp uh, whether he's in there or not that's contentious and but, uh, but, but his understanding with uh, Higuain seems to be really good straight away well yeah. 5-0 I know it was only Huddersfield Huddersfield are absolutely terrible I think what I'm going to do for the rest of the season is just, just captain captain whoever's playing Huddersfield. So maybe it's not a bad idea getting in. I'm a Captain Yedlin in Game Week 27 against Huddersfield. There has to be some kind of like name for that tactic. You know, it's like hanging out in a nightclub waiting for the drunkest chick. Well, you used to do it back in the day when Derby were in the league. Remember, he was captain whoever yeah, was playing Derby. Saying, yeah, it's like some dirty move where it's like, what are you doing, sir? We got You're a, no ethics. We got to dub a name for that. Yeah, We do, we do. I'm sure it's out there. But look, we're not, we don't have long left, James. And we're not long for this pod. We're not long for this pod. And we do have the matter of hot shots and puck fathers to contend with. Now, we do. Um, I believe this week we followed a similar narrative to what we've followed all season. And that is basically me beating showing you, beating your ass uh, in all the ways that isn't really relevant outside of this little tiny three minutes of the week. Yeah, um, but you know what? I I'm taking solace out of it. I enjoy it. Seeing you, you get visibly angry, like when you see when you tell me the results, because I don't know. I forget. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's just a lie. I don't get visibly angry. Visibly, uh, you do. You wouldn't know because we're not talking through a mirror. Okay. Um, moving on. <laughs> last week's picks, because you're talking nonsense now, so I'm just going to ignore you. Um, right. Looking at last week's picks, you had first choice, and you brazenly decided I don't need a. A double game week player, and you went with Salah. Yeah, got me more points than. Uh, yeah, then <laughs> I, on the other hand, went with Sane. Then yeah. you went with Sterling as your second pick, and I went with Richardson. So your Salah and Sterling got thirteen points because so. Sterling got eleven, Salah got two. My two players, I actually have my own FPL team, and these are my most disappointed players: Sane and Richardson. Four games between them, returned four points. That's pretty poor. That's piss poor. Yeah. And Sane was my captain, so Sane and Richardson between them in my actual team got five points. So you, you beat me there. I did. Um, I had first pick on the differentials, which, and I went with Gross. You did. Who and got? Who yeah. made an amazing? Created ten chances this week, and because Brighton can't actually score a goal, because uh, Glenn Murray is fifty years old or something, although he's a good finisher, couldn't could, couldn't uh, couldn't score anyway in a brattle. So or on a football pitch as it turned out so he got the three bonus points uh, it's kind of like an assist he got six points gross so that was good but he's bad. he's definitely somebody that's on my radar especially at a home game against Burnley and Brighton's upcoming fixture turn but again in relation to that I think but it was all in vain well it was all in vain but regarding gross and as a potential there's just so many fucking spots for the midfield options yeah and you he's know? still He's, I think he's, he's six point eight. Yeah, I believe because last season he was so good. So he's I don't like, know. If he like, was six point two, I'd get him. I could definitely consider him. <laughs> okay. As my fourth or fifth That's strike. So specific. Midfielder. If he was point six million less, I might consider him. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think if he's six point five, I'm still like, eh, you're still kind of high, buddy. But what if he's six point one? Yeah, I think, I, de- I think he's in. Yeah. He's in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he got six points this week, and he's he's been that. That's a that's from blanking. Yeah. Just because he created so many chances, he his did. stats were so good. Uh, but it still wasn't as good as your differential pick last week. Yes. Mr. Gonzo himself. Mr. Higuain. Yeah. Higgs, and, uh, big Higgs Boson. Big Higgs Boson. 13 points. Two goals. Second goal was a cracker. He was. And it's someone that we haven't really touched on tonight. I think most likely because with City up next in a blank and then Spurs. I don't that's really the reason why. Want, yeah, that's the reason why. And if anyone's going, no, oh, they're not touching on Chelsea. They're not, you know, talking. It's like, oh, fuck off. Why well, would I talk about someone where in the next three game weeks, I don't think you should be even looking at them. Well, I think from game week twenty nine, Chelsea assets again start to look good. Oh, and whatever way on, the sure. whatever yeah. way the double game weeks all fall and the blank game weeks fall, I could be back in on Hazard soon if he seems to have developed this understanding with. Um, yeah. With uh, with Higuain, or I could just go for Higuain exactly um, because you know I might want to come off. Uh, might want to upgrade Rashford for a differential because he's just so highly owned right now. Rashford is just, when he does stuff, it's not really making any gains. Well, but if you don't have him, your ranking's surely going down because it doesn't look like he's ever going to stop scoring. No. But I mean, like with Higuain, it's very easy after game week 28, Arsenal, you've got Aubameyang sitting in your team. He, he's like, oh, he's great. He's done loads. Huddersfield, Southampton, Bournemouth. Then you've got Spurs, Spurs Man United. United. What do you do? Oh, I dropped him down to Yeah, because he doesn't... Uh, he's not going to go... It could yeah. be a nice little move. Drop and him then down to Higuain. Then you've got fucking Fulham and Wolves in the next two. And don't get me wrong, I like Wolves, but 
I wouldn't uh, put it past Chelsea to hammer him. Uh, I wouldn't put it past Wolves to beat Chelsea either. No, but neither would I. Yeah, you can't tell yeah, that one. one ones, I, yeah. I will say this. Uh, I can't, I'm trying not to get too far ahead of my transfers. I'm trying to only think two, three game weeks ahead. Breed. Just because I know that it's coming up to these blank game weeks, these double game weeks. Chip strategy is going to come in here. We have actually talked very little about it because it's oh, quite complex. Saying. It is. And there's no point getting too far ahead of it because everything could change. It depends yeah. who gets through. Um, so if Wolves win their next cup game uh, they're going to have a blank with Arsenal in game week 31 I think so yeah. yeah there's all these different permutations we'll get into a closer maybe like game week 27 28 great so this week we got a picker oh yeah yeah we never actually yeah. we talked <laughs> we about last so week's but it's perfect because we get to talk about players that necessarily didn't come up in the pod and uh, yeah, this week you have first pick. I had first pick, you did. and uh, I think I went. I went with who is my probably going to be my captain pick this week, assuming I get him in. Uh, assuming there's no injuries, and that's Aubameyang. Mister Aubameyang, to you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Pierre Emerick. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. And I followed up with a similarly amazing pick, and that was Mo Salah. He's playing mm. Bournemouth, and. Uh, I yeah. might just captain him that this week. Actually. Well, I'm definitely captain Salah this week. You got a hat trick against Ronaldo last time, and yeah. you didn't have him captain, and that was probably one of the best moments I've had this season. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, definitely like the Hazard captain with the hat trick. I didn't even think a captain. The Hazard hat trick was mooted by fucking Fraser, basically equaling his points. But Salah, that really sickened your shit, and uh, yeah, yeah. I was just happy I hadn't sold him at that stage. Yeah, because you were so on the fucking. I held on to him, thankfully, yeah. at that stage. It was but then you went after. off and sold him, and did I sold him two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You went off on a crazy good run. Yeah, and I got right. him back, and yeah, no, I think um, that's probably a home game against Bournemouth is probably better than a away game against Huddersfield, almost. But I just think uh, Klopp's gonna want a response from Liverpool, and even though they've been a little bit kind of off the pace the last couple of weeks I don't put a pass them to come off you know out of the fucking traps yeah that's a uh, coin flip for me I, I could go yeah. either way on that but uh, yeah so I in my picks though I have picked Aubameyang first and you've gone for Salah who's your second pick my second pick is uh, Son yeah for Spurs I was really hoping you wouldn't see that one I yeah. was like please just pick someone like from you know just, just someone different he's their talisman yeah. while he's out uh, he's going to have a, a full week's rest uh, before he plays this next game against Leicester and it's a home game I see them winning that 2-0 no. fair enough I appreciate your opinion I do not respect it Okay, uh, but I went off and I picked Mane I went all in with Liverpool against Bournemouth Mane yeah I just went you know fuck it you know all or bust uh, Mane is someone that I've been, like if three I goals in three games. Oh yeah, but I've been like thinking about like there's all this talk about it, and you look, you listen to the fancy football scout, and they talk about doubling up, and it's like, oh yeah, that's a valid option, but I think like Liverpool are probably one of the only teams I double up on attacking wise because City you're a little bit prone to rotation, and uh, with Liverpool you know their three main attacking assets. Fuck City. Know? I'm saying it right now. Fuck City. Yeah. Fuck City. And fuck Pep. <laughs> we nearly finished without you saying it, Seamus. No nearly got no. to the end but no you're out I'm done I, I don't know if I want to go back in on City for the rest of the season I think I'm I think I'm near, I think after this game week I'm almost willing Liverpool to win the league no you're not I think I let's not say like I'll fucking cut this okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah I went with Manny so we're on to our puck files now and uh, you had first pick I did a first pick and I went with Basically, the guy you just talked up for is Pascal Gross. Yeah, so you don't even have to explain any reasons. No, why. I do not. I just you, went uh, Burnley at home. He did great last week. And Burnley, you know, they've been playing well, but pff, I fancy that to be a bit of a interesting match. I think I sold that. I sold you on him, so. You fucking did. And uh, my pick this week is a bit of a risky one. The definition of a puck father, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, because he's new to the club. And he didn't start the last game. I think he only really like hooked up with his teammates the morning of their last game. And that is Batsuashi, Batsuashi. for uh, Crystal Palace. Not Japanese. No, even though he sounds like it. The Batman, as he likes to be called. Does he actually yes. like that? Oh, I think he calls himself that, yeah. Oh, so says uh, it during sex. You'd have to ask someone else that. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad for him. He got an assist. Uh, was it against Fulham they played? Yeah. It was Fulham. Um... They won 2 0. He got the assist when he came late, came on late on the game. And I see him starting. Uh, he's 6.5 in FPL. 
So he hasn't come in at a bad price. I think he's been priced pretty appropriately. Same, around the same prices. I think Saha has started the season at seven. So uh, I think he could be a really good option. Uh, but as you said, there's so many good options there up front that unless he really hits the ground running, he's probably not going to come in by thinking. But I think he's going to be a good option this week for Crystal Palace against a leaky, leaky West Ham. No, I totally, totally agree with you. And that brings us to the sad, miserable end of a sad, miserable podcast. Um, anybody that would like to reach out to us, you can most likely get through to us on Twitter at FBL Hangover. Uh, you can also send us a more detailed and complex message through the email platform that is fblhangover at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to plug Seamus's Twitter account as well at FPL Drunk because I don't think we've done that for the last couple and uh, it's probably a shame because it's uh, very popular and uh, you know a, a worthwhile you. checking out account no totally agree uh, totally agree with myself I <laughs> totally stand by what I say and I'm 100% honest um, yeah check that shit out and um, I'm going to say goodnight Seamus yeah I uh, think this has been a good podcast for just my mental health yeah this week because I think I'm feeling a bit better now than I did earlier on the day. I was stewing in my own juices a bit. The rage was slow cooking. Slow, slow cooking. cooking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this has been good. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, guys. And look, next week, hope your eyes are all good. Yep. And that's God bless for me.